1: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
2: And I have Dr. Pam Ellinger-Dixon. She's a Ph.D., a psychologist, here live in the studio. If you missed the previous episode, I hope you will go back and listen to it. We talked about anxiety. We talked a little bit about her story. You can also go to thehopedrpam.com. She has a book, Hope is on the Way, and we all need that hope so much. I know you need that hope. I need that hope. So welcome again to the show, Pam. Thank you. It's wonderful having you here. 30 years of experience as a psychologist. That's wonderful. And we need uh, some of those tips. <laughs> 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 all of us struggle. Uh, we and do. We do. And I think we need one another, but we also need to know what works, you know. Um, so tell us, tell us about uh, suffering. How do, how do you respond? You know, we were talking on the previous show. Al- almost all of us have faced Difficult things. Right. I I don't know that anyone gets out of this world without suffering. Sometimes we think people are skating by, but.
1: No, that doesn't happen. It just doesn't. It may not have happened yet, Mm -hmm. but it will happen. It will
2: happen. Yeah. Disappointments and loss and grief. Um, But how do you, you know, we we all have these sufferings. What, how do we respond to them?
1: You know, that's not an easy question because it's a, there's so many different ways to answer that. But there are some very specific things people can do. And um, one of them, I think, is to look in the book of Lamentations Mm -hmm. and in the book of Psalms. And if you read through the book of Lamentations and in Psalms as well, you see people pour out their heart to the Lord. Mm. And they don't pretty it up. It doesn't sound like church. It's pouring out your heart to God and saying, I don't know what to do. This is awful. I feel like you've deserted me. And as you read that, you realize God wanted us to know
0: mm-hmm.
1: that he would understand. Mm-hmm. We don't have to hide those things. We don't have to pretend we're not angry. We just have to have a relationship where you talk and you tell God exactly how you feel.
2: Mm, that's really good. Because if we don't, it's like food poisoning. You're right, keeping it inside. Right and uh, there's different ways to get it out i guess you could write it out you could pray it out
1: right you can um sometimes i have people write their own lament mm-hmm. you know and if somebody's comfortable with that sometimes i have people make a piece of what's called kintsugi which is a piece of japanese pottery and um you break a piece of pottery and then you put it back together and you put it back together with gold lacquer and beautiful. and um they're beautiful pieces and the philosophy behind it's an Eastern philosophy, but it's about being put back together after you've been so broken, you can't picture what you will do with it. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful for people to look at pieces, physical pieces of pottery and to say, oh, I could put this back together and it, was, it would be more beautiful than it was to begin with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just different. And it's not easy to get it back together. But I can do that. Mm-hmm. Can God put
2: anything back together?
1: Yeah, he can. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I've seen amazing things. Um, Just a couple weeks ago, I had dinner with a former client that I hadn't seen in a long time. And she was a young woman. She was 26 when she lost her husband and daughter in a horrific, horrific accident. And nobody expects to be widowed and lose a child at 26. No. No. And, um, you know, it took years for her to put her life back together, but sure. she did. And part of how she did that was following a five-step plan that I talk about in the book. Mm-hmm. And it sounds real simple, but when you're in that really bad place, it's not really simple. It's really hard. It's mm-hmm. about I have to get up every day. I have to shower every day. I have to eat every day. I have to answer. If somebody calls me or texts me, I have to answer. Um, and, um, and And as people do that they find they get better.
2: Very basic things. Is it almost like making your bed?
1: In a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we experience tragedy, we don't want to get up. We don't want to eat. We don't want to talk to people. We want to hide. And so those steps sound so basic, but they really aren't when you're in that really dark place. And so if people just keep working those steps every day Mm -hmm. and they, they're not going to do do them perfectly, but if you follow them, they will lead you to a better place.
2: Yeah, and, and if someone came to see a psychologist, how often would they have to go?
1: Well, most of the time in the beginning, people come at least every week mm-hmm. um, because you're trying to get on top of things. They're When people first come, they're in the worst spot of their life, and so they come once a week. And then over time, you spread that out, and then they get more and more confident, and they feel better, and then they don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like going to your family doctor. You only go when you need to.
2: I love that. And, you know, people, I, I think you realize the broken place can be fixed. You're not alone. Right. right? Because sometimes I think that's what makes it worse is you you feel alone. You don't know that God is with you, let alone that another human being is there. Right. And that's important if you don't have someone. I, sometimes a husband or a brother or sister or a friend can't carry no. the weight. Of such a serious thing
1: no they can't because they're also experiencing it in a different way um, it one of the interesting outcomes of the book is my son recently said to me he's an engineer now and he's an adult and he said when I read the book mom for the first time I understood you experienced my diagnosis differently than I did mm. you were going through a whole different set of things than I was yeah. And he said, you know, I was a kid, I didn't understand that. And he said, and it really made me understand how hard that was for you. And I'd never understood that. Hmm. And, you know, when we go through things, our family members just experience it differently. Sure. And um, we all need hope. And, you know, the most common questions people ask me is, am I normal? <laughs> <laughs> and I, it depending on how bad they're feeling, I'll say, well, that's a town in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Because, <laughs> um, you know, normal is a relative term. And the other thing they ask me is, am I crazy? <laughs> and most of the time, you know, when we're undergoing really difficult things, we experience anxiety or depression, and it does feel a little crazy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it is crazy, but it feels that way.
2: You you might be crazy in the moment. We're, we're not going to stay that way, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Oh, that's good, right. How do you grow in the Lord, and how do you take care of yourself when you're always taking care of others?
1: You know that's an important part of my work. um i for most of my professional life, I drove a convertible and uh I would leave work in as long as I could, certainly not in weather like today but and I'd put the top down mm-hmm. and just drive for a while and Love it's that. like and and part of what I do is pray about people my clients, mm-hmm. because I know things about them that I can pray for that nobody else sure. can pray for. Okay. And I'd pray and I just picture them like blown away in the wind. Mm-hmm. And that's always been very powerful for me. But, um, but, um, I like to, to attend a structured Bible study mm-hmm. because then it keeps me on track. Um, I can do Bible study at home, but I tend to drift off, you know, and I don't finish <laughs> yeah, the sure. thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, but when I go to a structured one, that's very helpful for me. And like
2: a class or a small group. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And of course, corporate worship is for me um, is really powerful to be with a group of other believers and to sing. I don't have any kind of a voice, but i love to to sing to the lord and that speaks to me
2: do you think that would be a benefit psychologically for people you know so many people have still hesitated going back to church and i think it's such an important thing and especially singing i mean what does that do for us
1: yeah well music speaks to our brain Mm -hmm. in a very different sort of a way and one of the resources i have in the book is a whole list of songs Mm -hmm. and i tell people you know when you're going through difficult things I tell them just listen to the same song over and over and over and over and over because it'll speak to you and it ministers to you. Yeah, and um, and corporate worship is very different, you know, when you're singing with a whole group of people, yeah. it, there's a sense of God being present in that that is just, um, I, I want to say magical, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it it really brings the spirit of the Lord to you.
2: Yes, it does. Well, we have about a minute left. What would you say to someone that um, is really struggling, that they are in the hardest days? You know, how would you encourage them?
1: You know, the thing I would tell them is to seek out other people, whether it's your family, whether it's your pastor, whether it's a counselor, don't let yourself be alone with it because it's that middle of the night stuff when Mm. things are always the worst. Yeah. And, you know, that's, That's just terrible for people. People need to be with other people and be supported Mm -hmm. and um, make that happen if it's not happening.
2: Oh, that's so good. And your book, Hope is on the Way. Is Anything else you want to share about it?
1: Oh, uh, I could talk for an hour on the book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we may just have to do that. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It talks about Easter Saturday, that space in between. Uh, the crucifixion and the resurrection. And sometimes we have to wait, uh, uh, wait on God and wait on things to turn around, don't we?
1: We do. And I think, you know, God could have created that story anyway, but he created it as a three-day story. And, you know, Christ could have been resurrected, you know, three hours later. He could have been three years later, but it was a three-day story. And that middle day, we spend it doing Easter egg hunts. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it was about. And it, it part of what I talk about in the book is how we can look at that and understand the silence of God and the importance of waiting and the importance of growing during that time.
2: Uh, we, you know, waiting is hard, but sometimes God meets us in the waiting. Well, this is Dr. Pam. Go to the hope. Dr. dot com. Hope is on the way. Pam Ellinger Dixon. She's a Ph.D. Psychologist. And she says hope is on the way after 30 years. In practice, I think she has some good experience for us. I hope you'll check that out. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women.
1: We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith.